Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store royal pizza where the stoffer recommendation is the mediterranean chicken at this time we're going to go into the oilers injury report for james h brown injury lawyers some exciting things going to be happening here shortly with uh james h brown injury lawyers worries that you can get involved as well uh, when accidents happen go to james h brown.com mr escott the Oilers are playing the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow. There are tickets available for this matchup. The Avs got a heck of a team. They're deep, they're quick, they're fast, but they got some key guys out of the lineup. Yeah, a lot of them, including their goaltender and their backup goaltender. Now, no word on Pavel Francouz after last night, but he was laying motionless on the ice, so the, the Werner kid who took over for him ends up pitching a 40-save shutout, I think, in the end, but it'll be interesting to see that. We'll get a little bit more in-depth on that before uh, the game tomorrow, but elsewhere in the league right now, Sidney Crosby does have a sports hernia is reportedly contemplating surgery. He aggravated it in last Saturday's win over Chicago, but the issue actually started back in training camp. He elected not to have surgery because of how many other injuries they had, so now he's looking at it. It would be a four- to six-week recovery for Crosby if he opts for it, so they're going to want to get that done sooner than later, it sounds like. Uh, Mitch Marner out four to six weeks, as we know, with a right high ankle sprain. The Leafs' opponent tonight, the New York Islanders, got uh, Uncle Leo Komarov back from the IR. He has recovered from an illness and a neck injury and Sabres forward Vladimir Sabatka will miss four to six weeks with a lower body injury after taking a low hit from Nikita Kucherov on Friday. I'm, I'm stunned Kucherov didn't get supplemental discipline for that. That was a cheap hit. Uh, Colorado, what is it, lower body issues for Rantanen and for Landeskog. Belmar got blown up big time by Nick Foligno. He's out. Colin Wilson's out with a lower body issue. So that's four forwards, including two-thirds of their top line. A third-line forward for Wilson. Belmar's a terrific fourth-line center. Uh, so, And then they've got Nikita Zadorov talking about blowing up. He's like the all-star celebrity blow-up guy back in the days of SCTV. You guys know what I'm talking about. He blowed up guys real good. Like that guy, when he hits guys, look out. Again, that's our injury report brought to you by Owen. Oh, Philip Grubauer's out as well. It's our injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Just before, just before we get to our report card, a text on our new... Ashley Fine Floors text line at 7804960063. Bob, when Adam Larson comes back, can Joel Person go down on the farm without waivers from Jared? Yes. Might even happen before then. You don't know. I mean, there might be the desire to maybe, you know, give somebody else some minutes here at some stage. Uh, but I would expect Larson back definitely on the Oilers' upcoming five-game road trip. They've got the game against Colorado Thursday and the game against Dallas on Saturday. Again, there's tickets available. All right. This is it. It's report card time. Here's how it works. The grades are A, B, C, and D. 
Now remember, the team is 12-6-2. and two. It's pretty tough on a 12-6-2 and two team where everybody's kind of got a defined role. For all the forwards, as an example, you're either on the power play or you're on the uh, penalty kill uh, to get really terrible grades. But let's get to it. Uh, Brendan, your time to shine. And we're going to start with the top line of Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and Zach Cassian. Could you not make a strong case for A's across the board Absolutely. there? Absolutely. I, I I think so. When you look at, Z- I mean, we don't need to go too in-depth on Leon and Connor and what they've done. Leon, a five-point lead in the NHL scoring race right now. They're all plus players, but Zach Cassian at plus 12 there with 14 points, six goals, eight assists. Uh, you, you can't say that they're anything but an A grade at this point, and even having been separated a little bit, I, I just look at uh, Cassian and what he's stepped into. There was a big question mark there. Is he going to be able to keep up what we saw at the end of last season for a whole season and to this point I think he's been fantastic so yeah, I'm glazed there. Uh, you know what it's interesting because Zach is a uh, unrestricted free agent at the end of the season and the tale of Anson Carter comes into play. Anson Carter was such a good fit with the Sedins and then he signed that huge contract with uh, was it Columbus? If I was Zach Cassian I would look at because I, I get the sense that Connor and Leon really like playing with him and they like him as a guy um, you know I, you know, if if I was, you know, the Oilers helped uh, jumpstart his career from a morbid spot, and and I'll be I'll be the first to admit I didn't think Zach had this kind of offensive upside, but he's basically got 15 goals last year and half a season, and he's sitting there with uh, six goals and 14 points in 20 games and plus 12, plays 16 minutes a game. Tippett's deployment's been perfect because he just plays them five on five. It's not killing penalties anymore. I've got A grades for all three guys uh, with Connor. To be honest with you, coming off the injury that he had, I'm stunned. PCL injury like that, I wasn't sure he was going to start the year. And he hasn't been the Oilers' best player every night, and that's a good thing because 29 has been that on a number of nights. All right, let's get to the guys that have mostly played on the second line. Nugent Hopkins, James Neal, Alex Chason. You have first go. This is a tough one for me because five on five, James Neal is drawing a much lower grade, like probably a C grade. He's minus 10. Uh, He's not distributing the puck very well. 12 goals, two assists. He's sitting tied for uh, third on the team in points in that regard. But a very high shooting percentage, up around 23%. You don't see that on most of the rest of the team here outside of Leon. So um, power play, fantastic. Give him an A grade for what he's brought to the power play. But for James Neal, he gets a C grade five on five. I think there's another level to be reached. So does he get a B overall in it? If he's an A on the I guess if play. we're splitting the difference, we'll give him a B. Yeah. Um, for Nuge, a minus two on the year. He, he's you know one of the better ones in that department. Uh, but his 13 points and 20 games is something I think he'd like to improve on, especially after last year. So I'll give him a B grade. But uh, you know that 5.9 shooting percentage, Bob, I'm looking at right now has got to come up a little. He's bit had too. three pucks go in off of other players this mm-hmm. year. Uh, he's hit. I think the orders are like top five in the league in goal posts and crossbars. He's hit three of them. Uh, I have Neil with a B. Uh, I, I think Neil needs to play right wing, five on five. He's been over on the left side too much over the last eight to ten games. I have Nugent Hopkins with a B. Chase on. Uh, and again, it's tough to give. A, a, a Chase on has, he's the first guy to know that he has struggled a bit to find a spot. And I wonder if he might break through more playing a little bit further down the lineup. But for me, he gets a C. I would agree with that, definitely. He's, he's not been so poor that you would give him the dreaded D grade, but uh, I don't think he's done enough to warrant anything more than a C. Oilers are currently fourth in the NHL on the penalty kill. The next three players, Jujar Kara, uh, Riley Sheehan, and 
uh, Josh Archibald, all are significant penalty killers, and the penalty kill got better when Sheehan and Archibald came back in the lineup. This is a tricky one for me because you're expecting a lot, something out of these guys five on five, and we haven't seen it. Uh, but they've done a good job penalty killing, and I kind of lump them all in the same. So for me, they get C's. What about you? I would have to agree. We're not making for great radio right now, but I think that's just because the the issues we're discussing are so glaring. Those three have combined for one point on the year. They're putting in excellent work on the penalty kill. I was having a conversation on Twitter with somebody after I tweeted out the goal differential last year versus this year. The penalty kill has been a tremendous improvement, and those three are are very responsible for it. But again, where is it? Five on five, Bob. Yeah, and we get another guy like that in the next grouping, and that's Marcus Granlin. Like, Granlin's been an effective penalty killer, but you were hope for some offense five on five and that's I mean and he's been in and out of the lineup a bit I know he's probably not happy with how he started the season what do you got him at yeah unfortunately Bob this might be my one D grade on the team because my expectations for what he was going to be able to do in most situations were higher than he's displayed right now he he has been another uh, you know factor on the penalty kill but he's just you know not getting it done 11 shots on goal there we need to see a little bit more out of him so I I give him the lowest all right I'm with you uh Gaetan Haas and Patrick Russell have spent a lot of time to, together uh, over the last, say, since Haas has been recalled. To me, Haas gets a B. I, I, I got to be honest. Like, he's he's coming on a little bit here. You know, he's. I'm going to tell you right now, 100% he's back in the lineup tomorrow night, okay? he they They might have a player here, and I wasn't sure that was going to be the case at the start of the year. But he has come back. He's quick on pucks. He's smart. They might have a player. Okay, like Ethan Bear, they got a player there. Gaetan Haas, they might, and frankly, he's kind of exceeded my expectations since he's returned. I give him a B. Then, then we get to Patrick Russell. I didn't have him on the team. He's he finds even last night as that game wore on, like he was all around. He just hasn't scored. He's not look. He's he's not. He's a he's a bottom six player. He's a fourth line player. He is what he is. But again, he's part of the penalty kill. He kills penalties, and he's been a pretty consistent player overall, and he's not getting caved in five-on-five. So for me, he gets a B. What do you got Haas at, and what do you got Russell at? I give Patrick Russell a B as well. Uh, He's one of the highest volume shooters in that bottom six, so at some point something might break for him here in the goal column. But a couple of helpers, only minus two, and I'm always preaching that if you're not scoring, how else are you going to contribute? And he's one of the guys out there that's more noticeable to me with his physical play his energy, his forechecking is sound, uh, and I think he brings a little bit of grit that not a lot of the other bottom six guys do. So to that end, he's earned a B. I'd like to see Gaetan Haas a little bit more so offensively inclined. Like you said, Bob, he's, he's coming on, but he also did have the trip down to Bakersfield. Yeah. So for that reason, I'll give Haas a C. I wasn't sure he was even going to make the team. We got two more forwards that are currently up, Sam Gagne and Joe Kim Nygaard. When Nygaard's played, he's been fine. He gives the team speed. You noticed him again last night. He gets a B. I got Gagne with a C, even though he's been relatively... He's got three points in eight games. He is what he is. He's a a guy that can fill in. He's a terrific team player, and there's nothing wrong with C grade. But, you know, 
it is what it is. Tell me what you think of those two players. Yeah, for, for Gagne, I love what he brings off the ice even more so than on just seeing how he is in the dressing room. I think he's a valuable piece, whether he's putting up points or not. You look at three points in eight games and think, okay, but I just don't know that he impacts the way the game the way that right. I would like to see in all facets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so for that reason, I won't go as high as a B. I'm going to give him a C there. And uh, the final one you Nygaard. mentioned. Yeah, yeah, Joe Kim Nygaard. So there, the, the element of speed that he brings in and of itself is is very impactful. But just with him being hurt, I'm not sure exactly how to evaluate that. Okay. So he'll settle with a C grade in okay. my books. And for me, I, I'm looking at his potential. I do think he's going to play higher up. You know, let's do this. Let's get into our defense right now. And the top pairing is Darnell Nurse and Ethan Bear. Um I contemplated giving Clefbaum an A. I'm going to give Clefbaum a B, but I'm going to give Ethan Bear an A because I I think Ethan Bear has changed the complexion of the Oilers' defense, and given Adam Larson's uh, injury, has been absolutely cr- like you're talking about a 22 year old defenseman that Darnell Nurse at times defers to in terms of where to put the puck in his own zone. Uh, he plays with poise, so for me. Ethan Bear gets an A grade. I would be very surprised if you disagree with me on this, Brendan. <laughs> and uh, I won't at all. He is their most composed player in his own zone with the puck on his stick. It's fun to watch. He's doing exactly what I thought we would see Caleb Jones do this year, and I don't have any problem at all with it. I think the community has really latched on to Ethan. He's getting some point production and uh, and just shores up the defense. They needed to hit on one of those late-round picks, Bob, and clearly they have with him. Uh, so give him an A grade. What do you got Nurse at? Uh, Nurse to me, I'm going to give Nurse an A. I'm going to be liberal with Nurse. I I will because he's he's even on the season, so that's pretty important. He's got some power play looks. He's got eight points in 20 games um, and he's he's a part of the leadership core and I think that when I see who they throw out there to the media after a loss like last night and Darnell Nurse is one of them, that's another thing I'm factoring in to say that Darnell Nurse has taken another step forward for me this year to an A grade. Well, this is going to make more, again, I've got him at a B. Um, I have Clefbaum at a B because Clefbaum's had to play with different defense at times. I have Chris Russell at a B. I, th- I think that he's he's a, he's a plus guy. And, and Matt Benning, it's Matt Benning's a B for me only because he doesn't play more minutes, but he he's been about as good as as you can expect in his role. And I think that that Oilers defense collectively has been a surprise. And if you get an above-average grade, there's no insult in that. Like A is excellent, B is above average, C is average, D is not good enough. I look at I look at their Oilers defense as a whole, and it's a B plus overall. But again, for me, Nurse, Clefbaum, Russell, and Benning all get Bs. I for, I get the sense at times that there's some fans that don't like Benning. I don't get that. The guy's a plus guy every year. What do you expect out of a third pairing guy? And yes, he's moved up and 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 the only again the only reason why I don't have him in an A is because he's not logging 20-plus minutes a game, but he's a terrific third-pairing defenseman. Your thoughts on the rest of the D? Absolutely. Oscar Kleppbaum will receive a B grade because I think there is another another level to be reached there. He he at times looks a little bit panicky with the puck, especially in the offensive zone, in my opinion, so uh, that won't earn you an A grade in Brendan's books. Matt Benning has been the most underrated player on this team to this point. I think he would be a valuable asset on the second power play unit, if not the first, because of how well he gets pucks through to the net, and he can move a little bit as well so he'll get a B Um, you know what as far as Chris Russell he fills that niche he fills that niche and he's up around 20 minutes a game this year which is huge for him so I'll slide him into a B rating with his his plus five on the year and uh, hope that that continues as well I have C's for uh, Manning and Person I gotta tell you for me Person probably needs some time down in the minors but I got them both at C's I don't they haven't cost the team any games so far 
you can't fault Brandon Manning for playing a Brandon Manning style of game. I think yep. he probably earned some respect last night standing up for his team the way that he did and, and getting thrown in the headlock by Barkley Goodrow. And that's, that's everybody was texting surprised us. surprised he lost the fight, to be frank with you. He's a more experienced fighter Well, than had they let him stand up, he probably would have won in the end of yeah. it. But I'll, yeah, uh, I'll yeah. leave that one alone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All righty. When we come back, we'll get to goaltending and then we'll do uh, uh, coaching and management. Uh, I will tell you, make sure to go down and see the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs, plus 0% financing on F-150s and select SUVs. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Go down and see them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Milt and Johnny and Rich and the gang at Brent Ridge and Telemotors now sent you. Uh, we'll wrap up our report cards when we come back. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. All right, very quickly to list in Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers Now. Two great road trips, Chicago or Florida, second half of the year. Both packages include great game tickets. Call New West Travel or go online, newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott. All right, back in 1996, Bob, the Oilers dumped the Senators in Ottawa 4 nothing to improve to 9-10 and on the season. Curtis Joseph made 28 saves for that shutout. Marius Sharkovsky, Todd Marchant, Miroslav Shatan, and Ryan Smith all scored goals for the Oilers. Yes, the Polish prince Marius Sharkovsky, who at that time was dating Isabella Skorupko, who was a James Bond uh, model, absolutely. All right, we got a blast quickly here. Uh, by the way, the Oilers made the playoffs in 96-97, starting the year 9-10. Here we go. Uh, so, back to our report card. We're going to do the goalies. Simple for me. Koskinen is an A. Smith is a B. I, I've, Mike's had a couple starts where he's given up some goals against, but they've been a true... And again, above average grade for a B. They're a big part of the... Re- the Oilers went into last night's game fourth in the league in save percentage. What do you got? You need to be an elite goaltender to get an A grade from me. Miko Koskinen's numbers are great, but he has not been elite, in my opinion. There's still a couple things to fine-tune, so he'll... T- catch a B grade. Mike Smith's great in the room. He's been great on the ice. He's also been porous on the ice in in a couple of games. That's two in the room references. You in the room? Afterwards. I'm not saying during the game. I'm just saying you get the impression that he's I would agree that he's helped. I think him and James Neal have helped in that regard, but we are not in the room just to establish. All right. uh, So you're not you're going to give both guys B. That's right. I mean, Koskinen 7-1-1 with a 9-28 save percentage. Smith stole a game in Pittsburgh earlier this year. That's part of what we do. Dave Tippett, Ken Holland, you start. Ken Holland for me is a B simply because he hasn't added a top nine forward yet. When he does that, I think he will get an A. I really okay. like the imports. Uh, Dave Tippett to me is he gets an A. He has been fantastic uh, just in terms of the composure, the the calmness that he's brought to the team, which is exactly why they brought him. Yeah, uh, these guys are in a good position. I mean, those grades are fair grades. I would you know tend to agree. That I, I think that the Dave Dave Tippett approach, and I'll be the first to admit. I had some perceptions about Dave, but I'm going to go back to the 20-game mark last year at this time. The Oilers were 9-10-1. and uh, They've given up 66 goals. And when we discussed all offseason, Edmonton basically has to shave half a goal off. 
Uh, we are 20 games in a list season, and the Oilers have shaved 13 goals off in those 20 games. They've uh, gone from 66 to 53 against, and that's coming off a 6-3 shellacking. They'll need to be much better tomorrow against the uh, Colorado Avalanche, who can skate. Uh, I'm going to be thoroughly interested to see how engaged the hockey team is from the get-go. Tomorrow, we got a jam-packed show for you. Uh, NHL insider John Shannon, who will normally join us Mondays and Wednesdays, is doing Tuesdays and Thursdays this week. He's traveling as we speak. He'll join us uh, live at Rogers Place tomorrow. Brian Burke, for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, and Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers. So we've got a jam-packed show, full preview, Oilers and the Avs. Again, tickets available as well. Visit EdmontonOilers.com for more information on a thirsty Thursday night uh, with Molson products for five bucks. What does Reed Wilkins got tonight? It is the Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss, Hamilton Tiger Cats, radio color analyst, and Canadian Elite Basketball League Commissioner Mike Morali as well. There you go. That guy was a heck of a slot back back in the day. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, as well as the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen and I. Special thanks to our guests today, Brian Lawton and Wayne from the Edmonton operation. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.